all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Very important topic. I'm piggybacking on my last show, the resurrection of Jesus. Is the was the resurrection of Jesus the final victory for the world, or was it more, or was it a beginning of something even more? Or when is the final? Time. When is when is the end of times? When is the fullness of times? When all this will end? If Jesus' resurrection was the final call, what really happened with the rest of the disciples and Paul's ministry? Why did it continue? Okay. Why is there going to be a seven-year tribulation? Why is Jesus coming back in his second coming? Do many believers understand the format? Do believers really understand what happened after the resurrection? Like they think they do. Many believers, many Believers follow movies, follow radio shows, and follow certain ministers or teachers or Bible schools and stuff like that when it comes to the ministry of Jesus. Most churches and even theologians only focus more, they focus more on Jesus' earthly ministry than his heavenly ministry. They put more emphasis and give more uh, credence to Jesus' earthly ministry over his heavenly ministry. And which one is more important now? His heavenly ministry, which is miraculous in itself. That's one of the Powerful is miraculous things that ever to happen besides his resurrection. See, it's, it's more than his resurrection. That was the biggest event that happened on the earth. But many believers and people look at it like it was the end. It is finished. No, when he said it is finished, it was finished for the sins of the world that he took care of. But his mission was not. You understand what I'm saying? There's there's much, much more to go. The prophetic has not been fulfilled yet. You understand what I'm saying? Now, what's not in the prophetic? The prophetic I'm talking about is the kingdom program, not the body of Christ, not Paul's ministry. It's the kingdom prof- uh, prophetic future has not been fulfilled yet, which has nothing to do with the church today, the body of Christ. But do many churches know this? No, 
They put us all together, the body of Christ and the kingdom program together. And they're part of the body of Christ if they're saved. They're part of the body of Christ. So they put everything in one pot and put it all together. And what happens? They wind up confused. They call it a rapture, the second coming. They call it the second coming, the rapture. They get Matthew 24. They think that's the rapture. So they put... First and Second Thessalonians and and, and and Second First Corinthians, and they put the Matthew twenty four all together. They just think it's just different of different areas of the rapture because they don't understand Paul's ministry like they thought they did. They don't understand. They ignored the what and what was the mystery, which means secret. Many of us was bamboozled by the enemy. We went right through. King James Bible back then, the majority of the people was reading the King James Bible that I grew up with. The majority of the people was reading King James Bible. Pentecostals and Baptists was reading the King James Bible. So the mystery itself always been in that King James Bible. Predominantly, the majority of the churches, you know, was reading back in the past the King James Bible more than any other translation. I'm not saying there's no other translations, but more most people just was just reading the King James Bible. So it ain't like Paul's letters was not there. They, it's amazing, man. I mean, there's a lot of times, and Paul was one of my favorite characters in the Bible when I first got saved in the Bible, besides Jesus. Paul is something stood out about the Apostle Paul. I was just infatuated with Paul, man, his aggressiveness, his his determination to get people saved, his toughness and everything like that, the way he speak. I even taught a lot of Paul's letters. I listened to Charles Stanley that teaches a lot of the Paul's letters. I read through the King, you know, mostly a lot of Paul's letters, even back there then in the 90s. I read through Paul's letters over and over again, let alone, you know, his letters in the Gospels, which I thought then was the whole New Testament, but I'm not going to get into that now. I don't have enough time. But even all that infatuation and that and that passion I have for the Apostle Paul, and I'm reading the King James Bible, the word mystery and all that stuff in the body of Christ just kind of slipped right past me. Poof, right past me. I never got it. I walk, and you did too. We read right through that. When Paul said Jesus gave him a mystery or whatever like that, this is a, you, none of the churches that I know of had never done no teaching on that. <laughs> they taught about Paul, yes, but they didn't understand Paul's ministry. I didn't either. None of us knew the hidden message. None of us, none, none of us knew about the revelation of the mystery. Romans 16.25. None of us knew about this message that Paul teaches only revealed to him by Jesus. None of us was taught that. Why? Because our teachers did not know it. But they knew Paul. They knew his letters. But they didn't know what his letters really meant and why his letters were so different, even though they knew it was different. They never looked at it as the gospel for the day. They, we only saw it as all of it was the same. What Peter never preached, Jesus urged in the ministry of Paul. Paul was just by himself for a reason, and we never figured it out. Why? I never heard nobody ask why Paul was by himself. Why did Paul go a different way? Why did Paul 
mention the body of Christ. So why did Paul say some things different? I never heard that, man. I just knew Paul was different. And many of you is the same way. Many, some people neglect Paul's teaching because it's not the same as Peter, Paul, and all, I mean, Peter and all them, the 12 apostles, or Jesus' earthly ministry. They don't know it's Jesus talking through Paul. They know, many of us didn't. We, I knew Jesus was leading Paul back then, even when I was teaching the Bible in the 90s back then. I knew that, but I didn't know nothing about no mystery. Or he had a different gospel. I just thought all the gospels were the same, but I just knew he was different. Am I the only one? Of course not. I know I'm not the only one because the majority of Jesus' movies just just focus on his earthly ministry, which ain't got nothing to do with the Gentiles. They didn't have nothing to do with the Gentiles then when Jesus of Nazareth was made or when the greatest story ever told was made, when the Passion of the Christ was made and all the other uh, Jesus movies has nothing to do, his earthly ministry that's being portrayed in his movie has nothing to do with us today. That sounds cold, but that's just the truth. And we are following a ministry that is not for us today, us as in Gentiles and Jews, not today. You see how the confusion is now? Many people still today think the majority, if it's a majority, it must be the right thing to do. No, it's usually when God moves, it's usually the minority, minority never the majority. God never used a majority for his victory. It was always a minority, the way he used people in the Bible. It was always the minority. He never used the majority of people that believe. The people that believed in the Bible always wind up being the minority. From the time of Moses and everything, from the time of the flood, who was only left and saved on that ark? Only eight people, the majority, did not believe. Solomon and Gomorrah, the majority, did not believe. You, you, you see the trend. The times when David had big armies, who uh, who armies usually was just bigger. But, you know, God winds up winding, using a few. He wind up using a minority. The times of the judges, they was the minority. Gideon, Ophed and Samson and all them. Samson killing thousands with a jawbone of ass and stuff like that. Bringing down the Philistines. Minority. When it comes to belief. The, you go to uh, tradition. The majority of people believe in uh, the fake history of the a lot of the fake history of the United States and a lot of the fake history of a lot of stuff. It's what it's the it's the majority. See, when people get called out and somebody go against the status quo and believe another way, who believes what is usually the majority dominating and putting down the minority. So they call them conspiracy theorists and that you you see what I'm going the trend. It's the same with the story of Jesus. The majority of the people believe the way to be saved and what we're supposed to be following today is Jesus' earthly kingdom ministry. The majority. The minority, which is the majority of the churches, don't even understand Grace don't even understand 
why Paul teach the way he teach. Don't even understand that Jesus got a heavenly ministry. Don't even understand that God got two programs. The majority of the church don't want that. They don't want to hear that. You see the master plan of Satan? The way I teach sounds foreign. It sounds like an occult because it's something you never heard before. So therefore, it sounds like false doctrine and it sounds, sounds like a cult because it don't line up with what? Traditional majority. If you read your Bible like you're supposed to read your Bible, you see that the majority of your Bible has always been that trend when it came to belief. See? Even the ones, the Pharisees and all the other religious people didn't want to follow Jesus when he was on earth. The majority believed that he wasn't the Messiah and he wasn't the, the, uh, the called king. The majority. And who followed him? The minority, which was called later the little flock. If you follow that format of the Bible, you will see, wow, it's the same today. The body of Christ is only one way to be saved through Paul's ministry. It's the only ministry Jesus is working today is under the teachings of Paul for salvation and for sound doctrine. How many people know that? How many people know, really know the gospel of salvation for today? How many people know that you don't need to be baptized today? How many people really know that there's no signs and wonders today? How many people know and then how could they break it down why they think it's not? How many, the majority believe in signs and wonders today? The majority believe in baptizing in water today? The majority of the church believe in pan ties today? And when the minority comes to talk about that, it's not for us today. They call us an occult or they call us out of our mind or they call us, you know, we got us something made up ourselves. So that's why Paul got neglected. But even some of his followers, it's always in the Bible been the minority. That's why it ain't going to be billions and billions going to heaven. It's going to be a small few that make it to the heavenly places. Okay. Jesus heavenly ministry is still a mystery to most churches. And it's sad. They don't really know the revelation of the mystery. They don't really understand what happened after the finished cross. Most churches do not. I don't care how. And they're very good Bible teaching churches, but they still is blinded and lost about the mystery. If it fools Satan, just imagine how it is with man. Real talk, real talk. Think about that. Think about that. Do you understand grace? Think about that. God bless you all. This is real talk. You're not going to hear this not too many other places, but this is real talk. This is truth. We're under grace. We're under the teachings of Paul. Salvation is First Corinthians 15, 1 to 4. God bless you all. Until next time, this is Body of Christ Real Talk. Joseph Brownlee. Peace out. Love you all. Bye-bye.
We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.